podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. It is another one of our weekend preview previews uh, here on the Blue Room this week. Obviously, it's Chelsea at Goodison Park and on the Blue Room Extra. I spoke to Liam Tomey. All about what's going on at Stamford Bridge this season where a really good team seems to be taking shape after what was quite a difficult start for Frank Lampard and his team this season. We spoke about a variety of things, including Carlo Ancelotti, what Lampard's done to get this side playing well, the recent results and what we can expect from Chelsea when they rock up at Goodison Park on Saturday. So it was a really interesting chat with Liam. If you want to hear this chat in full, it is available, like I said, on the Blue Room Extra. That's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra, where you can get multiple shows centred on Everton every single day, building up to and analysing all of the team's matches. With so many games coming up in December, now it's really the best time to get involved and get subscribed. So it's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. If you want to hear more from us, if not, here's a segment of the chat I had with Liam earlier today. Hopefully, we'll see you over on the Blue Room Extra. Uh, it's wonderful to speak to you. Um, I'm sure you're very happy with the way things are going at the moment. I'm sure one of the, the contributory factors to your happiness is seeing supporters back at, at Stamford Bridge. Obviously, it's, it's happened twice now for, for Chelsea in the league and, and the Champions League in midweek. Uh, Everton are experiencing it for the first time on, on Saturday. Um, how's it gone for the first two times? I'm not sure if you've been at both of those games or, or one of them or, or none of them. But, I have, yeah. I was at yeah. both of them. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, as as someone who you know loves football, it's it's been a, a great thing to see um, because I've been to several of these. Well, I, I've taken to calling them ghost games, you know, behind, behind <laughs> closed doors over the last few months, and it's really difficult to to tell your brain that these games are consequential, that that there's anything actually at stake because when you're in the stadium, it's not like on TV where you get the option of fake crowd noise, which I don't like anyway, but you at least have the option. When you're in the stadium, there's just absolutely nothing. And, um, and it just feels like a particularly, a quite well-attended well training session. Mm. Um, so yeah, even just having like 2,000 fans, uh, it's not many, uh, but it's enough to generate some kind of an atmosphere. And what I noticed at the two games at Stanford Bridge was that... Um, Obviously, the, the fans that did get tickets and were at the stadium were, were really up for it because they were excited to be back. And there was, there was a good noise. Um, even though it was only really two sides of the lower tier of the stadium, it was still enough to, to generate a noise that actually affected the players on the pitch. And you could see the Chelsea players were, were, were really energised by it and were actively trying to get the fans involved. So I, I'd expect to see the same um, at Goodison this weekend. I mean, that was, that was what I was going to ask you, really. It seems to have much of an impact on the players. And I don't know if you spoke to the manager or, or the players about this, but did, did they actively come out afterwards and say it felt like it energised them, it felt like it helped them? Yeah, I think they... I mean, Frank Lampard and, and a few of the players spoke before the game and a, and a couple more after the game. I think Giroud did an interview with TV. Um, and they all said the same things. You know, they were all excited in the build-up. And then it was kind of what they expected. You know, you, you forget that these players are... Their, their minds are conditioned to playing in front of crowds. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of been a, an existential problem for them <laughs> over these last few months. You know, 
there are some players, of course, who who generally tune out the crowd, and for maybe maybe for them it's been less of an issue. But there are a lot of other players that really feed off the energy that comes from the stands, um, and so I think that's been a big adjustment for them. And I actually saw in the Chelsea game for against Leeds that Olivier Giroud's equaliser when Reese James put the cross in, he wheeled away in front of the fans and celebrated with them. Um, and I, I think you know players are really relishing the opportunity to to have moments like that again. Yeah, it's exciting steps certainly in, in that regard. Uh, yeah, it'd be good to see it at Goodison Park on on Saturday as well. Uh, moving on to speaking about Chelsea, then uh, first of all, mate, I was watching a bit of Frank Lampard's press conference before, and he seems to love Carlo, doesn't he? He's uh, he's, he's got quite a, an affinity for him there. I, I, you know, I know they worked together and knew they were you know they were good pals and. They had a lot of success together on the pitch, but I didn't know that, that Lampard was, was quite so so glowing in his praise for, for Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, who doesn't love Carlo? Uh, <laughs> I think he's maybe the, the most likeable man in football. Um, yeah, I mean, I know he's only at Chelsea for, for two years, but he made a really big impression on that group of players. I think he's still regarded you know, really affectionately by all the key players in that team. I mean, one of the stories that sticks in my mind is that after he was sacked at Goodison um, on the final day of that 2010-11 season, the players brought him back down to London and took him out for dinner. Uh, that doesn't often happen with managers that, that, that get sacked. And I think that was a real sign of just the regard that Ancelotti was held in. And I, and I think Lampard, Lampard, the coach, respects Ancelotti as well because... You know, when you become a manager and you have the kind of decisions that Lampard has to make now, particularly you know managing a very big squad and trying to keep everyone happy, I think he I think he really respects Ancelotti's talent for that. You know, that Ancelotti was has always been really good at keeping players on side and, and managing those relationships, uh, and so I think that I think that's something that Lampard respects, and of course the way. Ancelotti approaches the game tactically. You know, he always wants his teams to play um, attack-minded football and, and, and try to score goals and play with a, a degree of expression. So, yeah, I, th- I think he gets um, a lot of a lot of respect from Lampard, the player, but also Lampard, the coach. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.